The future is female, and behind every successful woman is herself. At Beach Candy Swimwear, we believe real women truly do shine the brightest. Welcome to the Real Women Shine podcast with Beach Candy Swimwear. Hey everyone, my name is Britt and I'm the founder and designer at Beach Candy Swimwear. Today we're going to be talking with Ellie Brown, who is literally one of my favorite people on the planet. Ellie and I met back years ago when she was our go-to model at the MGM Properties in Las Vegas. And since then, in 2017, Ellie was diagnosed with oral cancer. And I watched her take this life-altering diagnosis and blossom into the most extraordinary woman I've ever had the honor of knowing. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce to you this real woman's shine. Ellie, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here. I love you so much. And this is an honor. And how have you been doing with lockdown and with just the quarantine mandate and everything going on? It's been okay. Um, it's funny. I'm very fortunate in that I can do what I do from home. So for me, my routine, my day-to-day routine hasn't changed too much, except that maybe I let myself work a little bit more, which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but in a way, I'm sort of enjoying this season of having it feel different, you know, having Ricky home a lot more than he's usually home and spending more time with my dog. And I'm sure for some of your viewers, it's being with their kids. And it's just really great to sort of, I mean, it's not great for, for in a lot of ways for everyone, but I think it is great to be forced to stop sometimes and say, hey, let's do this for a minute and remember how that feels. And you can take something nice from that. I don't know. Absolutely. You've always been an inspiration to me. You're definitely um, one, of the, one of the strongest women to watch out there that I know. So uh, share your story with us. You're so, so kind. Thank you. I, uh, I was diagnosed with oral cancer in 2017. And I, I had the lump removed from the back of my tongue. And about a year later, it had come back pretty aggressively. So at that point, I was stage three. And instead of a lumpectomy, they had to do the surgery plus the chemo plus the radiation. And they had to take half of my tongue. So in order to rebuild it and give me enough of a tongue to speak with, they had to take tissue from my leg and bone from my leg and rebuild my jaw and tongue completely. So um, recovery was pretty tedious. I was in a wheelchair for a while. I was in a walker for a little while after that and a feeding tube for about five months. And before that had all happened, I was a singer, on-camera host, a model. I'd, I had just had a movie come out on Amazon that was a, an independent film that I'd done here in Las Vegas. So. It really felt like my life had been upended and relearning how to do everything, how to walk, how to swallow. Um, I had been trained from the hospital, so I wasn't entirely breathing without assistance. And uh, no one really tells you when you first get a diagnosis like that how intense it's going to be. And um, I just knew that I wanted to get back to being an entertainer. So nine months after that surgery, 
when I could, when the swelling had gone down enough for me to speak almost, I mean, it will never be normal, but normal for me, my new normal. <laughs> Your new normal. I, yeah, my new normal. Um, I started to, to make videos here and there. And, uh, you know, I had been an entertainer my whole life, but everything was so different. And I was really afraid of what people would say, of what the response would be. And, but you know, I never could have guessed how amazing it was. I mean, people were reaching out to me from all over the world, Australia, South Africa, Europe, other parts of the United States, and just saying either they had had or they knew someone that had had it or they had a disability, or they had a speech impediment, or they had scars on their face or their body like I had from my feeding tube and my trach and my surgery. So <clears throat> I started to realize that there was this whole community of people that I really needed. I needed those people because believe it or not, I've never met anyone else in real life that had my same surgery. Wow. I've only even met them online. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I found I found this purpose and it's been keeping me going. It keeps me up at night. It makes me excited to wake up in the morning. And part of that is trying to live as normal of a life as possible because people that get the surgery think that their lives are I mean, their lives don't ever go back to normal, but they think that their dreams are going to go away or that life will be bad from then on. And that's not the case. I love my life. I have so much fun. And with the social media and the entertainment page, I really get to continue living my dream of working on projects that explore the human condition, being an actress, being a writer, in a sense. You know, it's very modern, um, but that's what I can do. And oh my gosh, I'll take it and be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing. I mean, every single time you post, every single every single um, piece of, of work you put out there is just is overloaded with inspiration and uh. and with resilience. And um, I just I can't tell you how how admirable I find you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, it's it's weird. I'm getting to a point with my work now where. I have a lot of my inspiration and motivational things over on YouTube and I have my entertainment page on Facebook and really my entertainment page is where my largest following is simply because those are entertainment value videos. And as the page has grown, I've done more exploring real life human situations and looking into relationship type um, scenarios that don't necessarily portray me as, you know, the best girl ever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, but that Facebook show page isn't a place for me to be a saint. It's a place for me to be a human being. Absolutely. And I, I, I just really enjoy putting those questions out there and seeing the responses from people who tend to say they think this way or the other way and and it gets people having a discussion and and um, among it all i get to do this thing that i've always wanted to do so i'm i'm so so happy for it i really am i'm just i couldn't be more 
grateful. <laughs> well, you're such a natural born leader. I mean, you really just, you've always commanded a presence, but I've honestly seen you blossom since, since your surgery and since everything uh. to an even more extraordinary version of yourself. And it's been such a pleasure to watch, but for those that really do feel like, um, through obstacles, however big or however, you know, um, however relatable, we're all kind of in this quarantine together. What's yeah. your advice on um, really following a, a dream or a goal anyways, regardless of how the circumstance may show up? You know, I would say this to anyone who has a dream and feels like maybe circumstances are not on their side. First of all, everything we're experiencing on any given day is temporary. It will change and it will evolve. And sometimes that means that you have to put some work into practicing, if it's practicing your speech or practicing walking or anything that you want to do or develop a, um, uh, a uh, what's the word? I mean, some people have natural born talent, but other people just work really, really hard. So if you have, if you're only 20% talented at something and you really want to learn it, that 80% of hard work will go a really long way. And there's so many skills that are, truly learnable especially during a period now where we have to stop and really take stock of our lives and make a decision about what we want and what we're going to walk towards and even if it seems like it's not in the cards for you for whatever reason if it's a disability or some challenge watch towards your dream anyway because whoever would have guessed that this girl that got oral cancer would be in her own Facebook show with that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I never could have dreamed it. And the thing that you're dreaming, it's, it's waiting for you to walk toward it. It's a two-way sort of road, you know? You, you can't sit and wait for your dreams to come to you. So just keep going, take the next step, whatever that step is, and just never stop. And one day you'll look back and realize, man, I, I never would have thought I'd come this far. Let's see if I can go that far, you know? Absolutely. Very nice. And what inspires you on a daily basis? What, how do you keep and in, stay inspired? Oh my gosh. I, lots of different things. Um, my faith inspires me. I, I want to share this thing with you because if, oh, the, it's, the phone is on it. <laughs> I got this book in a, um, like an antique store in Pasadena, California, back in 2014. It has all these passages in it that are like, you know, writers from 100 years ago. And there's some Bible verses, but there's a lot of just old-time writing. Uh-huh. And there's a different um, page for every day of the year. And I have just always kept this book around. It's been a constant inspiration. If anyone wants to get a vintage copy of it, it's called Daily Strength for Daily Needs. Um, so my faith inspires me every day because I feel like forces are really conspiring to help us. And if we would stop and just listen and let and allow and be okay with and sometimes it's the hardest part because things will happen to us and we'll resist it and we'll be like, why is this happening to me? I, I shouldn't have to have this or do this or be this. 
And sometimes if you just stop in the middle of those moments and you listen hard enough, you have the Holy Spirit right in your ear saying, this is exactly what you need. This is exactly where you need to be. You're called to be right here. Do something with that. And that is just a, it's, it's a huge feeling of freedom when you can do that. Um, I'm also very inspired just by the amazing people around me that are doing amazing things. My partner, he is so smart. And I've watched him build his company and grow and be able to involve other entertainer friends of ours and really make a difference in people's lives. And being able to be with him every day has made me want to work harder and be a better person. And I just feel fortunate. I have amazing friends and family and I feel like there's a safety net. And it's easy to forget that sometimes. And, you know, we, we, things happen to us and maybe we feel like we don't or that we're flying free and we're not loved. And it's not true. We are so loved. Our dreams are important and beautiful. And there's a, there's a way. This, this is a huge world. There's a way to make your dreams come true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, on the flip side, um, when you have hard days or when, you know, you feel like you've hit a wall, um, what, what is, what does that feel like? And what, where, why do you struggle? Where do you struggle? Yeah. So that's not an uncommon thing. And I, I think a lot of people, I, I'm lucky in a way that I don't think I really suffer from clinical depression or anxiety. I think my partner, unfortunately, has a lot of anxiety. So I, I see what that's like for him. And a lot of the people that I have the very good fortune to speak with and meet online in my community um, are dealing with a lot of challenges every day and often suffer from depression and anxiety. And when that happens to me, where I start feeling like I'm going down that path, I feel it happening like a um, like a drain swirling down. It, it it's like if you get caught up in that feeling in your mind, you can just go right down the tube, and it's so easy to um, to sort of lose your balance. So for me, when that's happening, the thing I try to do immediately is just stop and just be still, because at that point, any emotion. I feel like it contributes to that sort of whirlpool feeling. And when that starts coming on for me, I like to not look at anything, not look at TV, not do anything. I know this sounds bizarre. It sounds like I'm a zombie, but I will just sit or go in my bedroom and not do anything and try to not think. It's a little bit like maybe meditation. Um, but there's no pressure to have a certain experience. It's just, whoa, girl, you gotta take time out. <laughs> and, yeah, and that's when I feel like I can do the best job of listening. You know, listening for that thing that's bigger than us, uh, who, that is inevitably trying to be a part of this and tell us what to do. <laughs> I love that. That's so true. And on my last conversation um, with Emily on the previous podcast, she had said something that really resonated that sounds similar is that, 
you do what you can and then you let go and you let God and you give it to him because yes, um, we really, you know, we don't have as much control as we think. And in moments like this, especially where the world is forced to stop, I think we're all kind of scrambling with what to do because we're used to having our routines and having a say and designing our lives however we want. And that's a beautiful freedom that I think we're all very aware of now. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. I love that, the way that she put that. That's true. You just, it's, it's, the, it's that feeling of freedom that comes from saying, I can give this over and I don't have to worry about it today because I, I can only do what I can do. And the rest, we can make peace with that. Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about your, um, your video that you did for Chicago, the audition. Oh, yeah, that was really fun. So one day I was in bed with my pump on. I do a lymphedema pump to drain my fluid. <laughs> and I'm having my coffee and I'm looking at the internet. And I see someone had posted this audition video. And it was for the musical Chicago on Broadway. And I was like, oh, yeah, I like that show. And I'm listening at the thing. And I realized, oh, she entered. There's a contest? There's a social media contest? Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I can make a video for social media. I don't know if I can get cast as Rossi, but I can make a video that a lot of people will see. So I called up my friend of mine that's a dancer choreographer, and I said, hey, what are you doing? And she said nothing. And I said, you want to come over? And he said, yeah. And so <laughs> she taught me that 16 or 32 bar audition, whatever it was. and um, I, he, he spent maybe three hours with me and then I spent the rest of the day just busting my butt on it. <laughs> I just did it the rest of the day all day with breaks to eat and go to the bathroom. And the next morning I came back to it and worked for a few more hours. And then I said, this is all I can do. The deadline's Monday. I videotaped it and I posted it. And the response was unbelievable because I, I really used that video as a vehicle to make a statement to, to my community members in particular, because when, you're, when you have your leg ripped up and you're in a wheelchair and your face is busted, you just, it's so hard not to imagine that the world is over. It's so, so hard. And it's not, the, everything is, is temporary it it can get better and if you have your sights set on that with firm focus there will come a day when you can rot again there will come a day when they can take that feeling tube out there will come a day when you'll be able to speak and be understood and it was honestly it was a little bit embarrassing posting it at first because I know I'm not the best dancer. I know I'm not the best actress that ever was. I'm very rusty right now. But the video was too important not to share. It wasn't about, hey, look at me, I'm such a great singer dancer. <laughs> Busted time. <laughs> Even though you were incredible in it. Please. Oh my gosh. Thank you. At the bottom of this so you can check it out. You're, you're so sweet to post that. Thank you. I, I, I think I'm just stoked that it meant something to people that they could see someone who had been through that surgery do something like that and that that future is available to them. And when 
yeah, like I said, when you have a surgery like that, hope is in short supply. And anything that I can do, whether it's just living my normal life and making silly Facebook videos to show that life goes on and not only life goes on, but you can have a fun life and do fun things and shift your focus to all the great stuff that you can do. And that's just something I couldn't resist doing and sharing. I, I couldn't not do that. Absolutely. So amazing. I mean, going through what you went through from being diagnosed until your, your spark of inspiration hit, was that whole period of time um, dark for you or was it inspired moments of inspiration throughout? Because there's a lot of pain and a lot of suffering in what you've gone through and you're just so much light. I can't imagine the dark, but to help, you know, others kind of with their darkness, what, how was that for you? And how did you pull out of it so beautifully? It, it's never easy. You know, I would be lying if I said it was easy to, to keep hope. But as much as you have the devil in your left ear every day saying, you're not good enough, you're not going to be beautiful, you're not going to be understood, you might not watch, you might never eat. There is the Holy Spirit saying, that guy is a punch. Don't listen to that guy. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. Amen. There is a future for you and a beautiful future that I, I've planned and want for you. And nothing can keep you from it if you are focused on that hope. But you got to do the work to not pay attention to that other la 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 <laughs> not pay attention to that guy and pay attention to the goodness and the light side and the things you can do and the things you can learn and the baby steps you can take. And the thing that got me down that, it was I think nine months between my surgery and the time that I turned on my camera and started singing to my dog. And there was a lot of self-doubt in there. A lot of looking at my big fat face in the mirror every day with my jaw out to here and just wondering if, just wondering if I would ever feel like a normal person again. And I feel so much more than normal. I feel complete in a way that I was never complete when I was normal. So whatever gift you're being given, it's for you. It's lovingly chosen. It's a beautiful thing. And it's there. It's there for you. It's waiting for you. I could not agree more. And your, your wisdom and your, your inspiration with all of this is just... I think it's what everyone needs to hear right now because, um, you know, we're, we're just asked to sit home on the couch. It's not that, it's not that, um, you know, we're not being called to war. We're not being, you know, we're not under attack we're, we, mm -hmm. there's no, you know, natural disaster where our homes are uprooted from underneath us. And I think everyone's just looking for good news and inspiration and truly it's really within us to define the narration and, what we allow into our lives to inspire us or not. 
and mm-hmm. we're at the helm, whether we, whether we know it or not. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're all in charge of our own vessel. We're captain of that <laughs> with a lot of help. But <laughs> I, I think, you know, in this special time, when it feels like maybe the danger is boredom or anxiety or worry, try your hands at creating, whatever that means for you. If, if it means you make a video or if it means you do crafts or paint or you write, I, I think try at times like this when we're just expected to be still. And this is when we notice things about the world and when we can get kind of inspired ourselves to maybe share something with someone else that would be meaningful to them. Absolutely. And like you were saying, when you have a hard day and you go and just sit in your room in silence and meditate or just be still, um, that's when, uh, until something comes to you, that's when something does arrive, Um, whether it's just a, a, you know, a quiet, calm comfort, or, uh, you know, a voice from God or a higher power of what, you know, what to do next. And to just really kind of be still and be quiet. I think that the world is in a really good position to, for all of us to define what our next move is and what our, how we want to make an impact and take that, that nothingness and create whatever we want, create everything. Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. This is the time. It's a really, really amazing time in a lot of ways. It is. It is. And unfortunately, you know, there are casualties and that's the scary part. And that's why we're all, you know, trying to mitigate that. But, um, you know, that's out of our control as well. We can only control how we handle the crisis and what we do with ourselves in our days. Absolutely. Now, what do you have in the future in store? What's what are you looking forward to? You know, it's, it's funny. I, I had just started to kick off my public speaking career when all of this <laughs> sort of started to happen. But I'm not upset about it because I think that the message keeps. And that would be there. There will be a time for that when we begin doing more um, gatherings and meetings and and corporate events, there's a time for that. And right now, really, I'm pretty laser focused on the things that I can do here at home, which is really just creating videos. Um, But I believe in the work and I, I have a lot of fun doing it. So I'm looking forward to the next step down the road. Um, and I'm, I'm preparing for it sort of behind the scenes, but really who knows how long we're in for. And, uh, uh, right now I think we just have to do what we can and make the best of it. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. And if somebody wants to check out your videos, is it just your Facebook page or your Instagram page as well? Sometimes I post the videos on my Instagram, but mostly they're on my Facebook page, and that's at The Ellie Brown Show. Perfect. Thank you so much. And I'll also link that below for everyone. And Thank you. I know you have a few beach candy swimsuits. Um, I do. Can we check those out together? Uh, yes. The beach. <laughs> so 
first I'm going to show you this one. And just a side note, I know we didn't talk about me being diagnosed with breast cancer, but I was right after my dad died last year, all in the middle of all the oral cancer stuff too. It was crazy. And for a while, I thought I was going to get a mastectomy. So I got this beautiful, hang on, I'm going to just let your brain jewelry. It's so pretty. This beautiful print, animal print bikini that have the wide straps. And I got that with the thought that if I do have the mastectomy, that will hide my scars for a while. But then when they did my lobectomy and they took out the tissue, uh, there was no evidence of disease in that sucker. Can you believe it? So I, I just had the lumpectomy, and that ended up being okay for now. So we need to keep an eye on it. So good news there. <laughs> but amazing bikini in the meantime. And I love the bottoms too because they're similar to my other bottoms, but they also have a little bit of a thicker strap there. And these, first I have the blue one. And the, my favorite, favorite thing about the beach candy suits is this stitching. The stitching and the support that you get from these because they have the double band there. And everything is so well made. It's unbelievable. So I have my blue run with the jewelry here around the neck. Gorgeous. And the sides of the bottom of this one have the little ties. So they have the jewelry there on the end of the ties. And then with the black one, I have the VIP bottom, which is so much fun to wear. I love the VIP bottom. I feel it's such a rock star in this piece. It's unbelievable. Amazing. And yeah, they're my favorite suits of all time. You are so talented. I cannot say enough about this stuff. It's so beautiful. Even when you're just packing it to go on vacation, it's like, ah, this is a lovely, beautiful thing. <laughs> that, is that, is, that is what inspired me with Beach Candy, was to just make suits as special as I believe women to be. And when you pack a Beach Candy and when you put on a Beach Candy, you can't help but feel extraordinary. And that's oh, yeah. the women from a swimsuit, because all too often we hate ourselves, we hate our bodies, we hate the fitting room, we hate the swimsuit shopping experience. And there's just so much missing in, in the um, environment of trying on a swimsuit and in the quality of swimsuits themselves. So um, absolutely. And I to hear that that reflects. It absolutely does. I love everything about it, including the beautiful little plate on the back. <laughs> just the best suits ever made. And which and one's I'm, your favorite? What's that? Which one's your favorite? Oh, it's so hard to pitch. You can't make me pitch. <laughs> oh, I mean, if I had to choose a favorite, maybe I would choose this one because it's so versatile uh -huh. with the VIP bottom and the black color. Like, you can pat this and take it with anything and wear it with other clothes and jeans. It always looks cute. But the, the snake print is so much fun. Yes. It's so much fun. And this is a stunning bikini i posted a photo of this bikini last year and i think it got something like some crazy amount of activity on my page like the most comments i had ever had on a picture at that time and it's just a drop dead gorgeous piece i just can't i can't say enough
well, it looked drop dead gorgeous on you. And <laughs> I thought it was out in the desert. Yeah, yeah, with my leg out, the star. <laughs> was amazing. amazing. I love it. I mean, honestly, when you're in a suit like that, it's really hard to not let your body. <laughs> so beautiful in that suit it just it made me feel like thank you my life's work is doing doing something here but you are doing great things <laughs> you are doing great things is there anything uh, more you want to say to our listeners before we sign off um i don't think so i'm just so i'm so grateful to get the chance to to talk to you and to you know to meet your your fans on social media and and the beach candy community all my other beach babes and my beach candy babes I, I just love it i love i love everything you stand for and what the company stands for and you're just a really great symbol of like you're iconic i i just i don't know i love you oh well thank you elliot and to me i hope i'm just getting started because i really have I just want to share messages like yours that inspire millions because your story is extraordinary. It's absolutely extraordinary. And who you are is extraordinary. And please don't stop inspiring the rest of us. Thank you. You are so kind. I love you so much. Thank you so much for joining me, Ellie. It's a real pleasure to be here. What an honor. Thank you, Brittany. And stay safe. You too.